Hello and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. I'm super happy to be back this week. Honestly, it's so nice that fall break is coming up. I'm super happy to just kind of take this as like a mellow chill out before the true chill out that is fall break. But if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please go listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't followed us yet on Instagram or Twitter, now known as X for some dumb reason, go follow us at Club Crime Official or at Club Crime Official on X because it won't let me have the entirety of official, which makes me really mad. So now it is that time for me to introduce my super special guest, who's actually one of another one of our returning guests. Welcome back, Miss Grace. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm Grace. I'm a theater major at TCU, um, and I am so happy to be back. You are happy to be back? So, are you now? I um, was forced. <laughs> yes, you in fact were. For update for everyone, um, Grace and I live together now. <laughs> and I was like, I need a guest. You're coming with me today. It's true. It's true. But it's not like I forced you. You nah, could have said no. No, she just asked me once and I said yes. Yeah. So <laughs> in the middle. And then we were watching Glee leading it's up to true. this. true. We were watching Glee. Yeah. All day. Have you been? I've been good. I see you every day, but how have you no, been? No, yeah, I... <laughs> I've been so good. Yeah? yeah? Oh my gosh, like, what have you been doing? It's like I haven't seen you in so long. I literally just watched Glee. That's it. Yeah. We had dinner. I had noodles. You had a sandwich. I had a sandwich. And ice cream. And ice cream. Was, mm. And I had some Mike and Ikes. So yeah, my Mike and Ikes. Yeah, they're almost gone because I've eaten you almost ate. all of them. They're from Taylor. Yeah. It's okay. Live, laugh, love. All right. Do you want me to tell you your guest duties? Yeah. 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 You kind of already know them, but I'm going to tell you a true crime story. It is your job to react, ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add to the story in any way that you want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm so curious. You okay. said it would. I would enjoy so it. So I was gonna start off with like a spooky, sp- scary like story for Halloween. Why didn't you? Because you don't watch horror movies, <laughs> and the story that I had written for today was about a horror movie. And then I was reading it, and I was like, "No, I have to do a little switcheroo for this girl." I just don't know horror movies. Well, you don't know them, and also you they don't watch scare them. Scare me. So you weren't gonna get it. They scare me. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep. You, yeah, you just all, like, it, I don't think in your head it would have made sense. You know what I mean? You need context for the story that I was going to tell you. So I picked you on a new story. And unfortunately, it's not spooky scary. But it's, am I going to love it? It's, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Is it real or fake? Oh, none of them have been fake. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Let me just make up a true crime story to tell. Um, no, it's very real. The last one you told me was about the Salem witch trial. It was. You don't get you don't get a historical one this time. You get a more recent one. Yay! Um, this one involves celebrities. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Including one celebrity we just saw on Glee. Can I guess? Yeah, who, who do you think it is? <laughs> Naya Rivera. 
No. Oh. But good guess. Leah Michelle. No. Dang it. Okay. Your story tonight is the bling ring. Do you know what that is? The bling ring? The bling ring. No. Okay, good. Sources for tonight's story include Time Magazine, CrimeMuseum.org, Elle Magazine, Vanity Fair, and we all know Don't her. Don't say it. We all love her. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> so let's talk about the members of the Bling Ring. Rachel Lee was a high schooler in Calabasas, California, living with her mother. After being expelled from Calabasas High School, Lee attended the alternative Rip. Indian Hills High School. Rip, R.I.P. <laughs> Lee was thought to be the ringleader of what eventually became the Bling Ring. While at Indian Hills, Lee met fellow student Nicholas Frank Prugo. Nick Prugo had transferred to the school from Calabasas High after having too many absences. Lee and Prugo began to bond over the fact that they both enjoyed the finer things in life. To support this love, Prugo and Lee began to steal credit cards and money from unlocked cars. Okay. Yeah. You know that... <laughs> Wait, unlocked cars just made me think of... You know that trend where people are going around parking lots and seeing if cars are locked or unlocked? No. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's not anything malicious or anything. It's just going up to cars and it's trying to open like them? It's just like testing them. Oh my gosh, that door is closing. Um, the KTCU ghost, everyone. It's, no, it's just the ghost. It's just the door leading in to the actual like <laughs> studio part of the station and it never stays it open. It just closed on its I own. I think we just need a new doorstop, honestly. So Lee and Prugo and the other eventual members of the group began to party and experiment with drugs. Prugo, to support his growing addiction, would steal money from his parents to get money for drugs. Lee and Prugo burgled a home in Woodland Hills together the summer after 10th grade, finding eight thousand dollars under a mattress splitting it and then going okay. on a shopping spree the next day on rodeo drive i've on never rodeo. understood like hiding money under your mattress i didn't know people did that i just thought it was a thing in spongebob because i know that mr Krabs hides his money <laughs> under his mattress wait when was this this was in the early 2000s so think mm -hmm. like we'll get into more specific dates eventually yeah but like late 2000 like 2008 is kind of around the time that this started gotcha so i was four gotcha and you were also four i was five turning five probably okay thank you yeah you're because <laughs> you're old. so old I'm you're old. so old <laughs> so alexis nyers my queen was brought into the group as she was part of lee's social circle at school Nyers would eventually be one of the most famous members of the Bling Ring, eventually getting her own reality TV show called Pretty Wild. And we will talk about Pretty Wild later. Um, we just had some fellow DJs walk by the window, everyone. But we will talk about Alexis Nyers later. Um, she, on her reality TV show, had some of the like funniest moments like it all so it was like her she got famous kind of surrounding the bling ring almost and it was like the tv show started after she got arrested Arr. and all of that and like her family was kind of famous but we'll talk about that in a second gotcha 
The final members of Lee's group included Diana Tomeo, who was the student body president of Indian Hills and an undocumented immigrant, Courtney Ames, an old friend of Lee's at Calabasas High School, Johnny Ajar, Ames's boyfriend and an ex-convict, and Roy Lopez Jr., Ames, Ames' former co-worker. So let's talk about the bur- like the start of the burglaries. Okay. This group, led by Lee, began planning several burglaries of large media figures around Los Angeles. Most of the victims were women who, as determined by the group, were fashionable, well-dressed, and had a high social status. If Lee or other members wanted more clothes or money, they would find a celebrity whose clothes they liked, find their house using Google Maps, <laughs> then would use Facebook Twitter, and other online platforms to determine when the celebrity would be away from their home, such as at an awards ceremony or a red carpet. According to eventual police records, the group's burglaries were fueled by worshipping celebrities and using that passion to create a crime enterprise. According to Alexis Nyers, regarding the group's leader, Lee, quote, was so manipulating, so conniving, Nick always did what she said, Rachel was in charge. She started it all. End quote. Who do you think the first celebrity was that they got after? Think early 2000s, like big household names of the early 2000s. Um, oh, I'm going to sound like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, early 2000s. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. The, oh, I'm going to sound like an idiot. What's just the first person that the comes to mind? The first person that came to my mind was literally Miley Cyrus. i mean that's not like a terrible guess okay the first celebrity targeted by the group was none other than paris hilton picked because prugo and lee believed that she was dumb enough to leave her doors unlocked (laughs) the pair used google earth to find an access point to her house a hill leading up to the community she lived in once on hilton's property lee and prugo found a key to the house though it was not needed because the door was unlocked (laughs) so they were right okay so paris hilton is like super like famous if you're that famous and (laughs) And your doors and your doors just like unlocked like hello okay so prugo served as a lookout for lee as she went inside and searched the house for clothes and money following this lee Prugo and other members of the house would end up burglarizing Hilton's house five different times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the group That's had robbed crazy. Hilton so often to the point where Lee claimed she had a copy of Hilton's house key made for her like own like use. Was it unlocked like every time? Basically. <laughs> That's so awkward. So the group was... And she never noticed? Well, that's what I'm about to talk about. Oh, okay. So the group was able to rob Hilton without them noticing, as they, at first, did not take enough of Hilton's possessions for her to notice. Mm. But on the fifth burglary, Lopez single-handedly stole around $2 million (gasps) in jewelry, clothing, cash, and other items from Hilton's house. Oh, my gosh. Following this, Hilton reported to the police that she had been robbed. But the four other times leading up to that, she had no clue. <laughs> and they probably stole a lot. They, I think they did. And like that's kind of crazy to think, like, if you're that big of a famous celebrity and you have so many clothes that you're just like, you forget. I don't know where that went. Like, whatever. <laughs> that's awkward. On February 22nd, 2009, the night of that year's Academy Awards, 
The group robbed the home of model and actress Audrina Partridge. The group found an unlocked door to the house and stole some of Partridge's jewelry, her passport, her laptop computer, and custom-fit jeans. And this all came to a value of $43,000. Lee and Prugo were caught on Partridge's surveillance cameras, to which she uploaded the footage to her website. Oh. So they get caught this time. Okay, so Paris Hilton didn't have cameras. And- no cameras. <laughs> she had, like, an easily accessible, like, access point, like, just from, like, a hill. Like, there was no gate around it, anything. Like, okay, you could so- just kind of literally walk to her house and, like, All right. knock on the door if you wanted no, to. No, yeah, no, because, yeah. <laughs> the group had now been caught in the camera, but the crimes did not stop. The group burgled actress Rachel Bilson's home three to six times during April and May of 2009. The police never got, like, a real answer on that. And the stolen items amounted to between $130,000 to $300,000. Oh, my gosh. Following these burglaries, the group were overwhelmed by the amount of clothes in their possession that they sold some of them on Venice Beach for a few thousand dollars. Oh. The next house burgled was the home of Orlando Bloom and his then wife Miranda Kerr on July 13th, 2009. Lee, Prugo, Nyers, and Tamayo cut the security fence on the couple's home before stealing half a million dollars worth of high fashion clothing, Bloom's vintage Rolex watch collection, Louis Vuitton luggage, and artworks, which Lee wanted to decorate with once she moved to her father's home in Las Vegas. Oh, so display it. Yeah. Why like, don't fully, you? fully, like, put it in her house. No, yeah. Nyers claimed that at the time of the Bloom Care robbery, she was high on heroin and went to the house unknowingly. At one point, Nyers had to excuse herself from the home to vomit and urinate in the bushes. Oh. This was also the only robbery that Nyers claimed to have taken part in, according to her. Okay. The next house targeted was Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox's home. (gasps) Um, They were targeted as, according to Prugo, Lee liked Fox's clothes, which I do too. Like, love Megan Fox. I think she's still to this day, like, one of the most gorgeous. I love her face. I think she has a beautiful face. Green's SIG Sour .380 semi-automatic handgun was found by the group during their burglary, which was found in Ajar's possession during an eventual police search. The final celebrity burglary, and this is the actress that was just on Glee that we just saw, took place after Lee had moved to Las Vegas, though she came back to L.A. for this specific robbery, calling it her quote-unquote biggest conquest. The target was Lindsay Lohan. Oh, she was just on Glee. Glee, (laughs) Who was reportedly Lee's, quote, ultimate fashion icon. So, like, this is her, like, penultimate robbery. Yeah. On August 23rd, 2009, Lee, Prugo, and Tamayo stole around $130,000 worth of clothes and jewelry from Lohan's home. Prugo had been nervous the entire time because the group were already well-known criminals by this point. And he knew that if they were caught on security cameras, Lohan would release the footage. 
Prugo's concerns turned out to be true as Lohan released all of the security footage <laughs> of the group to TMZ. Oh. Mind you, they're all our age during this yeah. time. Like, well, imagine you and I going to do this. Yeah, that that's just... How did they do it so many times is what I don't get. Like, how... They well, got caught. They got caught, but then once I tell you, like, further information, you're going to especially be like, how did they do that? Like, I feel like they should have gotten arrested the first time they got caught. Mm-hmm. Or whatever happens to minors. But it was know. such a short time. They weren't minors by this time. They oh, eventually started, oh, like, oh, turning oh. 18, 19. That's why I say they're our age. But I think it was because at the time, like, it was in such a short time span. And because, like, they weren't they eventually just stopped targeting the same house twice they were able to get away with it so now we can talk about the police investigation okay and in in an anonymous phone call to police alexis nyers informed police that lee and prugo were responsible for the burglary of lindsey lohan prugo was the first arrested and he initially denied his involvement in the burglaries however once his anxiety began to prevent him from eating, sleeping, and even breathing properly, Prugo confessed to the Lohan burglary as well as other burglaries that police were not even aware of. Oh. Prugo then went on to tell investigators that the group were also planning several other burglaries to different celebrity homes, including Ashley Tisdale, Hilary Duff, Zach Efron, Miley Cyrus, who they never robbed, but you were, like I said, yeah. you were close. And Vanessa Hudgens, who, fun fact, Zac Efron's from, like, he was born and raised, like, 15 minutes away from my hometown. Aw. And sometimes no he, like, shows up in my hometown, Aww. like, randomly. That's so precious. That's my fun fact. Fun fact. Once Prugo confessed, the Los Angeles Police Department sent out arrest warrants for Lee Tamayo, Ames, Nyer, and Lopez. Lee was arrested in Las Vegas while living in her father's home. According to the police, Lee was calm and asking hypothetical questions. Police initially could not find any evidence connecting Lee to the robberies, believing that she had removed any stolen items from the home. However, mm-hmm. the police were able to find a coat belonging to Lindsay Lohan, um, a topless pictures of Paris Hilton, which were removed from her safe, and $20,000 in $100 bills. Upon showing these to Lee, Lee began acting hysterical and gagging as though she needed to vomit. Alexis Nyers, who had already been given her reality show, was shown on Pretty Wild abusing drugs and even getting arrested, though this turned out to not be entirely real and was facilitated by the show's production crew. Now I have to tell you about I, what I think is one of the most iconic, like, pop culture reality show moments. And I'll show you the video when we get home. Okay. So, let me see if I talk about it later. No, I don't. So, of course they're going to go to trial. Uh-huh. And Alexis Nyers goes to trial. And she shows up in court and she's wearing like kitten heels, like little one inch heels. Mm -hmm. And Vanity Fair writes an entire article, like specifically about her trial. And it starts focusing on like what she was wearing. Is it just because she has a show? Is that why they're so? It's just because she has a show. Or it's like she kind of became the most famous person out of all of them. Did this, she went to high school, like they all went to high Mm -hmm. school together? Mm -hmm. Okay. Why did this girl get a show? Her mom was a Playboy bunny. Oh, at one point. 
And so, her dad was like a Hollywood like producer. Okay, so okay, continue. So it wasn't just because she got arrested, it was mm-hmm. our like it was because they had some like Hollywood connections. Yeah. So on the show, it shows like her, her sisters, and her mom reading this article. Mm-hmm. And they get to like this part where it says Alexis Nyers was wearing six inch Louboutin heels and Alexis Nyers loses it and she's like she starts sobbing and she's like I was wearing kitten heels I was wearing little one inch kitten heels and then proceeds to get on the phone calling the person who wrote the Vanity Fair article and she goes Mama, this is Alexis Nyers calling um, and like starts going off on her but the funniest part is that every time she tries to call number one it goes straight to voicemail but uh-huh. second of all the voicemail like b- machine keeps cutting her off so she has to redo this phone like voicemail to her I think about 10 times oh and I will show you this when we get home because I so funny. die laughing every time I watch it that's how'd she wait how'd she know who said that because it was, like, I think they were asked if, like, they could make the article about her. Like, the lady who wrote the article. Oh, yeah. And was, like, here's my number. If you have any questions, like, here. Like, or I think she also, like, partially interviewed her. Mm-hmm. So it was just this whole thing of, like, this is Alexis Nyers calling. Like, I'm so upset that you said this about me. I was wearing kitten heels. I wasn't wearing <laughs> Louboutins. And it was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, get over yourself. Like, it wasn't that it's deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> That's funny. But going back, so all of the members of the group, now known as the Bling Ring in the media, so Uh the media is what dubbed them this name, Uh were charged with residential burglary. At the time... They were, at the time they were charged, it was still unknown as to whether the burglary of Rachel Bilson was committed, along with robberies at Khloe Kardashian's house and Hayden Panettiere's house. But I don't think Khloe Kardashian or Hayden Panettiere's robberies were ever connected to this. I think they were unrelated. Okay. Johnny Ajar faced the heaviest charges out of anyone in the group. Three guns, drugs, and a laptop computer with aerial photos of 51 homes in Hollywood Hills were reportedly seized from Ajar's home. Ajar had previously been sentenced to three years in prison for selling cocaine and was now facing three felony charges, six counts of possession for sale of a controlled substance, and three counts of possession of a firearm, firearm by a felon. And then one count of res or one count of possession of ammunition. He did not face residential burglary though, as he had not participated in any of these robberies. After pleading no contest to his charges, which is basically not guilty, on April fifteenth, twenty or no contest is guilty, sorry. No contest to his charges on April fifteenth, twenty ten, Ajar was sentenced to three years in jail. But he was released a year later and then went back to jail in 2013. So this guy is just in and out of jail. Oh, my gosh. Like Ajar, Alexis Nyers also pleaded no contest to her charges and was sentenced to 180 days in jail on May 10th, 2010. While at a regional, while at Century Regional Detention Facility, Nyers was in the same cell block as Lindsay Lohan, who was also <gasps> arrested around this time. Oh, my gosh. Though the two never spoke. Nyers was released 30 days into her sentence. 
Nyers was arrested then in December of that same year for possession of heroin and yep. was sentenced to one year in rehab. There you go. <laughs> in an April 2013 blog post, Nyers said that she has been sober since going to the facility. Nyers now has two daughters with her ex-husband, Evan Haynes, and she runs the podcast Recovering from Reality and currently identifies as queer. Oh. So she, like, shook her whole so life up after that. And she was just, like, that's the one whose mom was a Playboy bunny? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, so so who's, who ran this whole thing? Was it that? Lee. Lee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So subsequent members, Lee, Prugo, Tamayo, Lopez, and Ames, all pleaded no contest to their charges and faced either prison or probation time. Two film adaptations of The Bling Ring have since been made. Lifetime's The Bling Ring, starring Austin Butler, and oh. The Bling Ring, directed by Sofia Coppola, starring Emma Watson and Tysa Farmiga. Oh. And the second one's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. The docuseries The Real Bling Ring, Hollywood Heist, was released on Netflix on September 21st, 2022, featuring interviews with Prugo and Nyers telling their own side of the story on the burglaries. And so... Part of that documentary, which I watched, so remember how everyone was saying Rachel Lee was the leader, Rachel Lee Uh was the leader. Well, on the documentary, it goes into how apparently Lee has like a a below average IQ. And Uh part of it literally just talks about why people don't think she could have been the real leader as she was too dumb to like like, organize any of this. Oh, like I, these yeah. were all like college kid dropout. They're not college, high school, high school like, dropout. dropouts that yeah. um, didn't go to you know school ever. Uh-huh. It's like the kids that you know are like gonna end up working at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, but then they were like, you know what? We don't want to. We're gonna go rob people to get a bunch. And of And did money. they keep all the? They kept all the stuff. They either kept it or sold it for more money. Like they never got it taken from them. Oh, they did get it taken from them. Whatever the police eventually like they found, found was taken. But before they found but it, they just... But before that, they just had it. Yeah. Like, when they got out of, the j- out of jail, like, they had They didn't it. have any access to it. Anymore. Well, unless the police didn't find it. Unless the police didn't find it, and then it's like, look at me, I have all my Louis Vuitton stuff. Yeah, because it... Yeah. Like, like if they couldn't prove that it was, like, Lindsay Lohan's mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. We have an incoming text from my mom. Which is? She says she watched the documentary about the bling ring. Um, my mom just texted me that she also watched it. Aww. <laughs> she said we need to watch it, but you already watched it. so I did watch it. Yeah. So. Do you want to watch it? Well, if you already watched it, then we can't watch it. My mom says the school they went to was like the community school I run, which a community school is just for like people who yeah. are expelled. It's like secondary, like yeah. high school, basically. Gotcha. But that is the story of the bling ring. Aw, that's so fun. Can you see why now I thought that was like the perfect yeah. story for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I just don't get how they like didn't get caught sooner. I'm just like, if you want like clothes, that's great. If you want expensive clothes, like that's great for you too. But why don't you like go get a job and like save some money? My mom says shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out, Jennifer. Shout out, Jennifer. <laughs> Love, Jennifer. 
But honestly, I've always thought it's a really interesting story. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they, like, got away with it for so long. That's just baffles me like also why like i get why celebrities Mm -hmm. but like there's rich people that aren't famous that i think yeah i agree there's like people they could have so much more easily like because stolen from celebrities are more like you're more likely to get caught Mm -hmm. because they can post it on twitter but i think in their mind it's like we don't know like what other rich people's clothes like we don't know what they're gonna have so it's like if they're rich you get money buy your own clothes like true think this through guys But they were dumb. I just said Lee had like a robbery really... tips from Grace. Robbery? <laughs> Is this from experience? <laughs> uh, no. Mm. Um, be smart. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't rob. Don't rob. And if you are, don't rob celebrities. <laughs> yeah, so you get caught. Mm-hmm. But don't rob. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, would you like your um, update about a modern true true crime case, one that's, like, recently happening? Is is it the one that I'm really interested in? Or oh, um, <laughs> the Ruby Franklin yeah. case? No. Oh. But what would, you like, what would you like to say about the Ruby? Where's your stance on the Ruby Frankie case? I just, like, the daughter just went uh, to court to, and, like, trying to get custody of the kids. And yeah. I just, that's it. That's Do you think saw. that the sister, Sherry, should get custody of the kids? I feel like... How old is the Isn't she only, like, 18? No, I think she's, like, 22. Oh. But there's so... Um, I don't... I feel like, yes, but also at the same time, she's so young. I agree. But also it shouldn't be R- Ruby. Like, it duh. Well, it but, I don't think it will be Ruby. We were talking about this in my... Um, criminal justice class my criminal justice professor is an ex-fbi agent to anyone wondering really (laughs) and so like she has like pretty like good first-hand experience and like what will happen to these people she's convinced that ruby frankie's gonna go to prison for the rest of her life yeah which i agree well because she was stupid and she has a whole youtube channel Mm -hmm. dedicated to yelling at her kids and then she doesn't think they should go to the dad at all no because the dad was uh there's videos of him being like yeah him being abusive as well Mm -hmm. but she also doesn't think it should go to anyone in like the older immediate family like the grandma or anyone just because she feels like it shouldn't if if ruby had an issue and the dad had issues what's not to say that like the other family members don't have issues abusing which is like it is important to keep kids with like family members but i still think they should get the kids out of that family well yeah i just like think there's like eight of them Mm -hmm. and so the older sister being a guardian of seven kids Mm -hmm. at 22 yeah it's just crazy no five kids because it's eight passengers and two of the passengers are the parents oh i didn't know she's the sixth kid God, so I didn't know kids. that parents can. But the elder brother, she wouldn't have to take care of because he's 18. True. It would just be all the younger ones. I mean, ones. if she's down, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I think if she can, like, say that she can provide a safe home, it'll yeah. be fine. And they have, like, money. Yeah. Because they're famous. But, but would you like your real? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Do you know anything about Yoda the dog? No. Not I... Yoda the alien from Star Wars. Yoda the dog. <laughs> I don't even know that thing. So, first you have to, I have to tell you about who Danello Calvente is. Um, All right. So, Daniello 
Danello, I don't know how to properly pronounce his name, he basically <laughs> escaped from prison. Sick. Like, I think over a month ago. Oh, so, And okay. he was caught on camera escaping, Sick. but the way he did it is he had someone look out for him, and then they called what he did the Spider-Man, because he jumped and then put his hands on one side of this, like, hallway, and then his feet on the other side of this hallway, oh, and then just, like, crawled up. Like and, on like, American Ninja Warrior, yeah, when they go like this? Like, fully. Yeah. Like, look up the video on your phone right now while I'm telling you about this. I think they, like, call it, like, What's his look name? up, like, Spider-Man... Like prison escape. That's how you'll easily easily find this. Um, But Cavalcante, that's how you say his last name, Cavalcante's um, charges. Wait, why are they like, sorry, I'm watching the video. So this guy's, so. So he has one guy look out for him. Yeah, one guy's looking out. Oh, he just crawls. Mm -hmm, He just crawls up. And what's interesting, too, is he does it in front of, like, a glass door. I was going to say. And that's why the... was there no one there, like, looking at the glass door? Where was this? This is, um, I think, in Philadelphia. I could be wrong. I Let just, me look up. I don't know. Also, how did, if he's crawling up, there should be, like, a roof or something, like, everywhere so that they can't do well, that. it's, like, there's barbed Yes, he escaped from Pennsylvania. Like, why was there not, you know, barbed wire? Why yeah, was like, there not this? How did he just... That, that was too easy. Um, but his charges, he was a convicted murderer, basically a very dangerous guy. Aye, aye, aye. So he escapes, and he's on the run for two weeks. Sick. And what happens is, is there ends up being a lot of rain and storms in that Pennsylvania area where they think he is. Uh-huh. And he's getting caught in, like, ring doorbell cameras, but oh. then going and hiding in, like, woods. And during the storm, they can't use, like, drones that use, like, heat signatures. Uh-huh. So they basically have to send in dogs at this point. So this is where Yoda, the dog, coming comes uh-huh. in. Um, another update from my mom. She says the guard that was supposed to be watching, like, Danella, yeah. he was immediately fired. So he was just, like, wasn't doing his job. Oh. Because also, like, there's a camera pointed directly at where he did mm-hmm. this. So I just, I feel like that was way too easy. So, mm-hmm. like, guard. It was, he should have been fired. Yeah. So... The storm clears up in the area, and at 1 a.m., they're able to send the drones again to try and pick up the heat signatures, and they do. They find some random heat signature, but the storms are coming back, and they have to land the drones. Okay. So that's when they send in the dogs, and a team of 20 to 25 officers were in the area. So police find him, and they release Yoda onto him to go get him. And he had stolen a rifle, and so the dog was able to, like, bite his hand, and the rifle got out, and then bit, bites him in the head, like, <gasps> on his scalp. And Ouch. you can find the pictures online of, like, the bite marks. That dog did damage. Yoda did such Yoda. a good job. And Yoda's such a good boy, too. He's definitely good a boy. very... He's a very scary Belgian Malinois. Which is what, like, most police tactical dogs are. But he's just such a good boy. Um, so the dog was able to overtake him. And he promptly gets arrested. And 
now Yoda is basically being like hailed as a hero, which he is. He and is. And I'm like so happy for Yoda. I'm like Yoda's getting his recognition. Wait, so he bit him th- but, so he couldn't like run? Mm-hmm. Okay. What dogs are able to do, what they're trained for is so mo- let me say this. Most, <laughs> most Belgian Malinois speak um like German, basically. Okay. And like kind of or um what's the Belgian language? I just completely forgot what it was. Um, Belgish. No, that's so wrong. I would have literally said French, so. <laughs> but they speak like that like German esque language. And so that's what their like commands are. That's how you uh-huh. set the dogs off. And so Dutch. Dutch. Thank you. Got him. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jennifer. Um, thank you, Jennifer. They speak Dutch. <laughs> and so that's why, like, if a police dog is going after you and you're, like, yelling at it, stop, stop, like, they won't stop because they don't understand English. Oh. So they, you set off the dog with, like, Dutch or German, wherever the dog was trained. Uh-huh. And then it won't stop. It'll just literally keep, like, biting you and attacking oh, you. Oh, so he was like, stop. <laughs> Until he was probably being like, stop, like, get off me. Until the officer was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. said whatever the command word was. And dogs like this, like, they won't, they're trained to not stop until they're giving that command. That's why, like, and this is an awful fact, and I read it somewhere online, and I hope no one ever has to use this, but if you're being chased by a police attack dog, mm-hmm. you have to run into ongoing traffic because they literally <gasps> will just keep targeting you. And they'll just get hit by a car. Gotcha. Because they'll just keep flying through, which is so sad. No one ever used that. And (laughs) that's just. But yeah, that's when I was doing research about these dogs online. That's like apparently like the only way to stop them if you don't know the command to stop them. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Or like one of the obviously you could like shoot it, unfortunately, (laughs) which is also sad. Yeah. Or just like hit it, I guess, (laughs) with like a shovel. A shovel. Um, but yeah, so he gets arrested. He has blood like dripping down his face as they're walking him out of these woods. He was wearing a Philadelphia Eagles hoodie, um, and some dark pants. And the officers basically like marched him out, and the dog was like, I think, given like treats and stuff like immediately, Aww. as far as like what I read. But, yeah, this guy was literally, like, running rampant in, like, these neighborhoods, and they just couldn't find him because of, like, the storms in the area. So he would go and, like, wander through neighborhoods and, like, try and find open houses to, like, get food from, basically. And then the police would get called. He'd hear the sirens. He'd, like, run into the woods. Gotcha. And then they couldn't find him again. Mm -hmm. So the dog did what no one else could. Aw. Good job, puppy. I love dogs. I get to see my dog. You do get to see your dog in three days. In three days. You get to go see Roxy. Um, my mom says big controversial picture was taken of this with the cops and the dog, and they got in trouble for the picture being taken. Really? I did not know about this. That's what my mom says. Hmm. I'm sure they did, though. I keep seeing like big like arrest pictures. Of cops, like, posing with the people they arrested. <gasps> no way. <laughs> That's so woody. <laughs> um, but going back to dogs, did you know that beagles are, like, the most used as um, bomb dogs? 
Bigism dogs? Like, to smell out, like, bombs and stuff. Or no, labs are most used as bomb dogs. Because apparently something within their genetic code makes it, like, easier for them to smell the, like, chlorine or whatever they use in bombs. Aw. Isn't that interesting? That's so... Aw. I love dogs. I love dogs, too. What's your favorite kind of dog? My dog. American Eskimo. Mm. <laughs> I get to see my dog on Thursday. Roxy. I miss her. Yeah. It was her birthday. I missed her birthday. Aw. You act like you don't live like 40 minutes from here. And I haven't gone. seen her since August. That's not that long. The beginning of August. It's only two months. I went through. She hasn't even seen me as a, as a true theta yet. Oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, this is a big deal for Roxy. Roxy hasn't met me as a theta yet. Roxy's so funny whenever you're FaceTiming your mom and she just doesn't <laughs> understand what the phone is. She doesn't know what a phone is. I don't think my dog understands what a phone is either. Yeah. But according to my parents, whenever I call them on my phone and my cat's around, my cat comes and bites their phone. So oh. my cat does indeed know what phones are. Yeah, when my dog was younger, she would like we would have those dog games like where the Aww. thing would run around and mm-hmm. she would like go like that like a cat, like mm-hmm. she would like like slap it, s- yeah, like, scratch at it. it. And but now she refuses to she won't look in mirrors either. Like if I put her up to a mirror, she like immediately like looks away. She doesn't want to look at herself. Uh-uh. Oh, Roxy, like, do you have self-esteem issues? Yeah, she's a little fat, so. Oh. <laughs> Don't fat shame Roxy. (laughs) She's so fat. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could show y'all a picture of Roxy. Maybe I'll put a picture of Roxy on the KTC or the Club Crime Instagram. Oh yeah, please do. So go follow the Club Crime Instagram. Go follow. Go see Roxy. She's so cute. She's white and fluffy. Oh. Okay. Do you have any final questions or comments? Anything you'd like to add, my dear? um before we part ways and then end up back in the same apartment randomly because i don't know you i don't know who you are get out of my apartment should we tell them our address no (laughs) (laughs) so silly goofy of you but no i so would too um no i just think that's crazy i just don't i think it's weird that the ring people didn't get caught like sooner sooner like it's just weird you could have done the job better yes I would have been so good at it. Not that I've ever done it. Okay. I'd still be good at it. And on that note, um, thank you so much for coming back to the club. Club. You pulled up again, even though you were kind of literally just here like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I was here for Colin's Colin's episode because I was bored and I live with you. So I I didn't want to be by myself. (laughs) All right. And to my listeners, please join us next week for another true crime story when we have another guest joining us. And this has been Club Crime.